Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. See ham on the track! You know how we do it, man. Oh boy, CBP, see the phenol. Hey, you!
Welcome to the Press Box and the Tailgate Crew. This is Jermaine. Thanks for being a part of the show. Busy, busy weekend in, in the world of sports, as always. And I'm going to bring it to you. I'm going to bring it to you with the real heat. But, uh, you know, we got some big things going on this weekend. The Western Conference, Eastern Western Conference Finals t- takes the day off from yesterday and uh, getting getting right back started again. Um, tonight with the Eastern Conference Finals, um, Cleveland up two no, two nothing in that game in that in that series and and um, much much more uh, Derby Day all all around all around the MLS this this weekend and also uh, also FA Cup Finals Scottish Cup Final um, so much more talk about some breaking news from the UFC as well. So we got an action packed show today. So we're gonna get we're gonna jump into the daily devotional. This one comes from this one comes from Second Corinthians chapter one verses eight through eleven. For we do not want you to be unaware, brethren, of our affliction which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened excessively beyond our strength, so that we were dis- so that we despaired even of life. Indeed, we had the sinners of death within ourselves so that we would not trust in ourselves. But in God who raises the dead, who delivered us who delivered us from such a great peril of death and will deliver us, he on whom we have we have set our, our hope. And he will yet deliver us. You will also join through our prayers so that thanks may be given by many persons on on our behalf for the favor bestowed on us through the prayers of many. It's easy to assume that problems in biblical days look totally different from those we face today. So you might wonder what a first century missionary can teach us about triumphing over adversity. Through Paul's culture was quite different from ours. Some things remain the same, such as temptation, hardship, persecution, and sin. Satan never changes either. Therefore, when the apostle wrote of being burdened beyond his strength, he had experience to back up his words. Paul despaired even of life, as stated in Second Corinthians, in verse eight of Second Corinthians. But a trusting in God who raises the dead, he believed the Lord would sustain him that during that season of conflict. Paul learned to trust God during affliction in the same way we do. He was thrown into high-pressure situations with impossible odds, yet he saw the Lord triumph. We understand divine power when we reach the limits of our own strength and feel God's supernatural energy kick in. Divine strength is more sufficient to overcome worldly hardships, satanic temptations, and consequences of sin. That isn't to say believers can avoid all sorrow and pain. Rather, we have the promise that God will meet our needs in every heartache and trial. Our faith grows stronger when we trust him in times of affliction. God's strength is available to all believers who confess their weakness and inadequacy to him. Sometimes a troubled soul has enough stamina to left to admit, Father, I cannot. If you don't, it's simply not going to happen. In effect, we throw ourselves at God's feet and wait on him wait for him to keep his promise. 
That's heavy right there, dude. That's heavy. But we all get delivered from temptation from time to time. That's why we all pray. That's why we all do the things that we do. But when we get it right, we always get it right the first time. We always get it right the second, maybe third time. But God gets it right every time. So we're going to take a quick station break. We'll be right back. Jump into some UFC news.
Welcome back to the Press Box and the Tailgate Crew. My name is Jermaine. Thanks for being a part of the show. Man, some big news coming out of UFC this past weekend. This past week, um, in terms of the UFC 199 main event, uh, which was which was Chris Weidman and and uh, Luke Rockhold. Chris Weidman had to pull out uh, due to uh, a herniated, herniated disc in his neck and uh, was immediately replaced by... By Michael Bisping. Michael Bisping is a veteran of the sport. He's a veteran of the UFC, over 20, uh, 20, 20 plus fights in the UFC. Um, got some great wins, notable wins over, um, notable wins over uh, Anderson Silva, which was his last fight out. Um, ultimate fighter winner. Um, one of the, one of the best fighters to come out of Britain in a, in a very long time. Um, really excited to see see him finally get his this due diligence his shot. Um, the last time he was at this high of at this high, um, he went in and he fought Dan Henderson, and he was and uh, he was actually the number one contender was the next fighter up for Anderson Silva. Uh, when in, in his long reign as as champion, um. But he got knocked out in that fight, so it's good to see him back. Uh, Luke Rockhold took took the change in stride. Said that changing changing opponents is like changing <laughs> it's like changing stances. You change from right and change from some from conventional softball. You know, this is what he likens this to. I'm like this kid's ready to this kid's ready to fight June fourth. The June fourth card for UFC 199 is just. It's stacked full. This could have been, <laughs> this could have been 200 by itself. I mean, on this card alone, <laughs> on this card alone, you have the return of BJ Penn, who's fighting my friend and a guy you should train with, Cole Miller, on the preliminary card. I mean, you got. I mean, this is this is such a big time. This is this. All of these matches from the from the fight pass cards to the preliminary card, the fight pass fights. You know, Stun Gun is coming back. He's fighting Polo Reyes. Uh, he's fighting. He's working his way back up. I mean, Tom Breeze is on this card. Who who's an up and coming fighter? Um, Jessica Pena, Jessica Andrade. That's going to be a great fight. Benil Darush and James Vick. It's going to be another great fight. Clay Guida, Brian Ortega. That's going to be action-packed. Balls to the wall. <laughs> I mean, gas all the way to the floor type of fights. And then you have... Then you have what I call one of the best... <laughs> I mean... The preliminary card by itself could be a main card anywhere else. 
but the preliminary card is just as stacked as your main card. Cole Miller, BJ Penn. I, I, I'm excited about this card. I, I'll talk about it further, but I'll, I'll talk about it further in the next in the next week, in the next couple of weeks or so. But just seeing this card, what it is now, and what it was before, just made this card that much better. So. Really excited to see what's gonna happen in in this fight. Title implications all over the all over the main card. Um, title implications all over the 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 Fox Sports One preliminary card. So, you know that those are big time fights. Cole Miller coming off an injury, coming back he's stronger. He's gonna be fighting at forty five. Um, a lot of people are saying that this may be his last fight at forty five. He may go up to fifty five. BJ Penn fighting at 45 for the second time. Last time he fought at 45, he 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 got TKO. He got TKO by um he got TKO by by um oh my god I can't remember his name now. Um, they fought before, so I mean they fought twice before, and we we know what happened both times. But Frankie Edgar. Sorry, my, my mind went blank there. Um, the second time fighting that featherweight, um, first time he fought Frankie Edgar and and got TKO in in the minute and a half. So, um, but Cole Miller, long, tall striker, six two, um, four hundred forty five pounds. He's a strong. He's he's long. He's lanky and. He's nasty on the ground as well, so just re- really excited to, see, to talk about this card. I'll be talking about this card in the next in the next in, in the next couple of weeks. So, but uh, we move on from there. Um, other fight news: um, other fight news. I mean, um, as you know, Roy McDonald, uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Um, there have been some rumors that if the winner of this fight, which these are the one and two contenders for the championship at, at 170, um, the winner of that fight will fight the winner of, um, the 201 fight between, um, 70, 10, 170 pound champion, um, Oh, my mind just went blank again. Tyron Woodley is is a challenger. He'll be fighting. Um, why can't I remember this guy's name? But anyway, the winner of that championship match um, will fight the winner of Roy Roy uh, McDonald, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Can't wait to see that fight as well. That fight is a, is the next week after the 199 card. So I mean, 10 weeks of fights in the next 10 weeks of fights. I mean, just I'm I'm so excited to see what's gonna happen. I mean, next week I'll be talking about the Almeida the Almeida Garbrandt fight. But last week's last week's card was just absolutely amazing. I actually got to watch that card last week. Uh, Stipe Miocic um, shocked the world pretty much. Um, where he knocked out Fabrice Verdun. Um, and man, it was it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, shot that he took. And um, 
he he walked. I mean, Verdum just walked right into it, and uh, he he went he went put him to sleep. Um, uh, other fights in that card: Jacare, Jacare uh, beat Vitor Belfort. Um, Vitor Belfort at, at 38, 39 years, at almost 39 years old. Is it time for him to? Is it time for him to to possibly hang up the gloves? He looked really good in this fight. I am not even going. I'm not even going to tell tell a lie on him. He did look good in this fight, um, but there were times where he got himself out of position and he hurt himself, more or less. And you know, he pretty much hurt himself. And you look at what he. You look at the other things that that happened in that in, in that fight. Jacare is pretty much just he out wrestled. Vitor, he outpunched Vitor. He, I mean, he did all the things he needed to do to win that fight and to keep himself from not getting hit and not taking that that blitzkrieg that Vitor kind of kind of creates when he gets when he gets his hands going. This was a great fight as well. Um, Cyborg, Christian Cyborg, uh, Justino, uh, she dispatched of Leslie Smith. In what I would think, well, honestly, in going back and watching this fight again, which I have, Leslie Smith was hurt, but she wasn't to the point to where she couldn't defend herself, more or less. I think that if we look at it from this standpoint, in the position that she was in, yeah, she lost. She wasn't defending herself, but she was in it. She was trying to. She was trying to move herself around uh, to get in a position to defend herself. But you know, I think it was a little bit, a little bit of a quick stoppage. But you know, it is what it is. Um, look at uh, Shogun got a win over Corey Anderson. This fight could have went either way, and I really think that this fight could have went either way. Corey Anderson had a he he had a game he had the right game plan for for Shogun. Um, he tried to smother him. He tried to wrestle him. Shogun showed veteran instincts, uh, circling, throwing punches, throwing those throwing those really hard kicks, the shoot the box kicks. I mean, Cordoba, they put on a show, man, and this is a stadium show, and. And I'm very, very glad that they were able to do a stadium show, especially in Curitiba, home of Shooter Box. Um, you had some Shooter Box fighters on this card: Jacare, um, Cyborg, Shogun, Damian Maya uh, was at Shooter Box for a while. Dino Guerra was at Shooter Box for a while. Uh, John Lineker was at Shooter Box for a while. I mean, it was a lot of great fighters on this card that that have fought that have fought. And, um, just, I was really what what happened pretty much did a thing for for reach over him. I got caught. He he got caught coming in as Steve was Steve was throwing a punch, he timed it perfect. And when he hit him and he he went to sleep. So you know, one of the fights that, that I'm ready to see now, it, it, from from this standpoint, in the heavyweight division, is 
Stipe Miocic and a healthy Cain Velasquez. I mean, you look at those two fighters and you're pretty much looking at you're looking at a Mexican version of Stipe Miocic in Cain Velasquez, and you're looking at you're looking at the Croatian as his Croatian counterpart. Pretty much, I mean, they're they're pretty much same fighter. They're high volume punchers. They're high volume kickers. They keep the pace moving, left and right, left and right. You really can't get a big. I mean, you really can't can't get a break between the two of them. When I see this fight, and I see this fight going in that in that direction, where each one of those guys they're gonna take that they're gonna have their their moments in this fight. They're gonna somebody's gonna get hurt in this fight, and. You know, with the high volume punches and the punching power that Stipe uh, has, along with Cain Velasquez and his punching power, but he does it—he does it in a different way. He does it in volume, where he wears you down. And it's usually first, second. It's usually second round where his punches, his punches start getting to you. His punches start feeling like they're getting harder and harder. But it's just the pace of what of what he's doing with the punches. So, really excited to see that. Really excited to see Jacare fight the winner of of Rockhold and Bisming. Really excited to see um, the winner of the winner of Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, uh, Roy McDonald fight the winner of of um, of the Tyron Woodley fight. Where he fights, he fights a veteran. In, he fights a veteran of the sport. I mean, a real veteran of the sport. Um, oh my goodness! I mean, he fights a real veteran of the sport, and, and I'm, I'm really excited. Like I said, I'm really excited to see what what's going to happen in that in that in those cards. Um, you know, and. We all we all you know like to talk about different different fights that's coming up here in the next couple of months in the next couple of weeks. We got ten you got ten weeks of fights, man. Um, you know pay per views that Robbie Lawler. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Robbie Lawler and Tyron Woodley is going to be in that in that two in that two on one card. That's that's actually the Atlanta card. Um, cannot wait to see that fight. Cannot. I mean, I can't wait to see it. Um, the uh, Mighty Mouse is also supposed to be the co-main event on that card. Um, against Wilson, against Mr. Reyes, who is a great, great one thirty-five, who's a great one fifteen fighter. Um, and he has fought at one thirty. He has fought as high as one thirty-five, but he's been down at uh, he's been down to one fifteen as well. So, um. I, I, I'm, I'm ready to see this fight, uh, Wilson Reyes and um, and Demetrius Johnson. I don't think that Wilson Reyes will be able to handle the, the speed that that Demetrius brings, but this is going to be a good fight nonetheless, and and I'm really excited to see this fight. Uh, like I said, um, you know, so many, di- I mean, so many cards, so many different cards um, here going on. Chicago, you know, the Chicago card at United Center, um, July 23rd, you know, Holly Holm wanted to get back. She wanted to get back in. She wanted to fight at 200, but um, this fight was originally supposed to be on 200. 
Holly Holm, Valentina Shevchenko. These are two big time fighters. Um, Shevchenko's a Shevchenko is a <laughs> is a Muay Thai world former Muay Thai world champion who can who can get the daylight out of you. Has great punches. Can throw great elbows. I mean, she's probably got of of all the women fighters. She's probably got the most crisp elbows of all the women fighters in, in the UFC and possibly in the world for that matter. So very excited to see see that fight. I mean, this fight this card is this card is probably the July twenty third card is probably one of the more talked about cards in in the UFC because of what you have because of what you have on the card. You know, Glover Teixeira Silver Teixeira, Anthony Johnson, Edson Barbosa, Gilbert Melendez, Ryan LaFleur, Alexander Yakolev. <laughs> I mean, Alex Oliveira, James Mussari, Felice Heron, and, and Kalen Kern. <laughs> another Kern, you know, another one of the Kern family, you know, here. Darren Elkins, Eddie Wineland's on this card. I mean, you have a deep card. You're getting pay-per-view quality fights on a free card. I mean, where else are you going to see that? You dang, you dang sure ain't going to see it in Bellator. By the way, Bellator had a card last night, and it was garbage like normal. So um, that's all I'm going to say about that. But we're going to take a quick station break. We'll be right back. We're going to talk some, you know, some NBA basketball and also jump into – I'm talking NBA basketball, talk, talking um, the finals, and uh, break it down for you. So, y'all stay tuned. Now it's me 
against the world Round one, nothing here to take the pressure off On skylines I can level off I put my ego on the edges of clouds until I let them dry Hitting the ground, good riddance The boy rigid with sand and my mood shifting Young nights with parties and new women Regardless of the crowds, I'm thinking we too different Cause they end up for recognition, we end up for love Cursing a dollar to the point that I'm getting me some Miles above what was supposed to be out of my brains Ironic cause I thought about jumping a gun Biting bullets with the peace signs on them Running from the ruckus to the whole path on us Running and still, never forgetting where I came from It's one love and one fan to the game's one we ain't the same, son. You 
could be my mama and I'll be your boy. Original road boy, never am I coy. You could be a shorty in my ill convoy. Not to come across as a thug or a hood. But hun, you got the good, like Madeline Wood. By the way, my name's Malik, the five foot freak. They say we get together by the end of the week. She simply said no, label me a... I said, how you figure? My friends tell me so. I hate when silly groupies want to run their yes. Word to God, hun, I don't get down like that. I'll have you weak in the knees that you can hardly speak. Or we could do like Uncle Ella swinging F in my jeans. Keep it on the down, yo, we keep it discreet. See, I'm not the type of kid to have my biz in the street. If my mom don't approve, then I'll just be low. Let me take the little man from inside the boat. Let me hit it from the back, girl, I won't catch a hernia. Up on your couch, now you got demon furniture. Shy, he fight for the extra P. Stacy Beetle, PJ, and my man LG. They know the Ashtack is really so on ice. The character is of man, never ever a mice. Shorty, let me tell you about my only vice. It has to do with lots of loving, and it ain't nothing nice. the press box and the tailgate crew. My name's Jermaine. Thanks for being a part of the show. Now, we're going to jump into some NBA playoff action. Western Conference Finals. Go ahead. Let's just go ahead and just talk about it right now. It's like this. It's 1-1. Clay Thompson showed up a little bit. I mean, Clay Thompson showed up a little bit. Showing up some in, this, in this matchup. You know, you look at look at other guys in this matchup and on this on this Golden State team that stepped up their games. I mean, this is this is a make or break series. This is a make or break game. Game three is a make or break game for especially OKC because if OKC does not get a split in in Oklahoma City, this series is over with. I think. Golden State finally hit that hit their stride kind of early, and they hit their stride late in Game One. But in Game Two, you start seeing you start seeing the swagger come back from Steph Curry. You start seeing seeing Clay Thompson be the Clay Thompson that has carried this team in the playoffs. I mean, this is a one-two punch that could easily be a one-A, one-B. I mean. We know that Clay Thompson is he he's playing the Scottie Pippen role in in this in this in this team. Steph Curry is playing the Jordan role. You know Thompson's Robin. You know Curry is of course Batman, even though Batman was taller than Robin. You get my point. The point I'm trying to make is this. OKC. Okay, 
they've got to get hot. They've got they've got to do things that they haven't done in this playoff. You haven't seen them get grimy yet. I mean, you've seen them get dirty, but you haven't seen them get get what you you know how when you're underneath a car. For some of you mechanics that's listening to the show, or some of you uh, grill masters out there listening to the show, shout out to my man KK by the way. You know how you get that that, that bad oil, the, the the oil that you can't wash off. That's what OKC needs to do. They need to get grimy. They need to get just absolute dirty. I mean, they have the height advantage. They have the height advantage on on the Warriors. But they don't have the speed advantage. I mean, you got one guy out there with speed. You got a guy there who can shoot lights out. I mean, Ibaka can can hit the 18 foot jumper if he has to, and he's and he's a shot blocker. We saw that in game one. You know, where he blocked he blocked Clay Thompson's shot. Clay Thompson's dunk attempt. I mean, you're starting to see a lot of things that 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 are, that are about to happen. That needs to happen. That OKC needs to do. They need to play outside themselves for the next three, four games. I mean, if they don't get, if they get a split in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City will stretch this game, will stretch the series out to seven games. Mark my words. They have to get a split. They have to. It's, it is almost a, a moral imperative that they get a split. Uh, and matter of fact, I mean it's almost imperative that they get a two-one lead so that way they can get they can get the momentum going and possibly take both games at, at, at OKC. If they do that, then you put Golden State against the wall. Now, is that going to happen? Hmm. I mean, it could happen. It could happen. But that means that Klay Thompson has to has to step up. That means Steph Curry has to step up. That means that the bench has to step up. The Harrison Barnes, the the most Bates, uh, the Festus Azilis, and those guys, they need to step up. The Landro Barbosas, they need to step up. And they need to get. I mean, this is one of those things where they can't rely on the three point two, the three pointer too much, even though you know they're going to shoot it and they're going to make their share. But this is that series that Steph needs to needs to show his strength, get to the hole at times, show that he ain't afraid, that he's not afraid to to put himself out there, put himself out there, and put himself in into into the line of fire, so to speak. I mean, and I know that we haven't even touched on. One subject matter that that we that we should touch on, but uh, all right, here we go. The whole thing with Adams and what he said. Do I find offense to it? No, but yeah. Is he justified in saying what he's saying? Yeah, but no. Do we need to give him a pass for saying what he's saying? Saying what he said? Yeah, but no. Here's my explanation on this. 
This is a guy from New Zealand who's been over here for five years. This is a guy who was looking at something to describe what kind of players Steph, Clay, Steph and Clay are. And the first thing that comes to his mind is monkeys. I mean, you think about you think about what he's trying to say. You think about what he's what he's alluding to. Yeah, I understand why people took offense to it. I, I, I took a little bit of offense to it. But at the same time, although the choice of words may have been a little bit tongue in cheek or a little bit a little bit I won't even say excessive. But I will say that how can how can you put it in a way that won't offend anybody or won't offend what he's saying? I guess the better way to put it is he has to be more cognizant of what of the words he's saying, so to speak. I think he has to be more of a I mean, you can tell he's not a guy who who you interview a lot. You know, he's a guy. He's that nasty guy. He's the dirty, grimy guy on the team. He does all the little things. He does all he does all the rebounding. He does this. He does that. I mean, but there's other team. There's other players on the on this Oklahoma City team that has to be the same way. That that's this is what I'm saying. About I mean I'm I'm intertwining the two together, but what I'm saying is is that Adams knows better now. He said it was a poor choice of words. I'm gonna take him at his word. I'm gonna leave it at that. Other people are going to carry this on and on and on. And to those people, I should say, shut up, let it go, get it over with. It's a moot point. Let it go. Stephen A. Let it go. Skip Bayless. Let it go. Shannon Sharp put it in in, in context to where we understood. Shut up. Let it go. So that's what I'm gonna do. Now, getting back to the series, you have. I mean, the guys like Serge Ibaka, the guys like the Collisons. The the Dion Waiters. I mean, even even your backcourt, your star players, your Durant and your Westbrooks, they need to they need to stick their hands down in that engine. You know, not while it's on. And help fix on something. I mean, it's time for you to get grimy. You got to get dirty now. I mean, this is that series that that that, that got to get. You're gonna have to. Get your little dirty in, not dirty in the in the play, but dirty in dirty in getting physical. Because this hasn't become a physical series as of yet. This could be a physical series. This could be a great series, but it looks like it's gonna happen from the perimeter and happen in the trenches where it should happen. Because you don't have those guys. I mean, you don't have those guys. And I think it's the same way if you look at if you look at the Eastern Conference series. 
when Toronto lost their lost the big Lithuanian Valenusius, and I think I, I think I even butchered his name there. But the point I'm trying to make it follow. You look at you look at the East series, you look at the West series, and you see them going in the same direction. But you see one dominant team over another in one series, which is the which is the East. And you see the West series where you already know the winner of this series is going to win the champion. Going to win the NBA championship. Because of, because of they have, okay. Now, in saying that, you know, you look at you look at what look at what the body of work over the playoffs that both OKC and and Golden State have done. I mean, they put away some great some great great teams. In leading up to facing each other, I mean, a good Portland team that's only going to get better next year with us with the cap move, with the cap going up, and with them having a little bit of cap room to go after a guy, you probably can't get him on a max deal, but you can get him on a pretty good deal. Um, I mean, Myers Leonard is, is um he's he's going to be a, he's going to he's in his last year of his rookie of his rookie deal. Um, Plumlee's a free agent after this year. I mean, do you do you stay with Plumlee? Do you, do you stay with? I mean, do you get? Do you keep that Plumlee who's got a year on his contract? Do you go and get the other Plumlee because you know that they you know that they're grimy guys? I mean, you, you think about you think about what you could have, you know, with some of these teams next season, especially OKC, whether they have the cap or whether they have the money to. To keep to keep um, both Westbrook and and Durant, did they have the money to get a to get a guy that can complete their big three? I mean, these are all questions that we have. Does OKC have enough this year to make the NBA Finals, or are you going to tear down and rebuild? That that's the best that's that's the best question that you have right now, because you don't have you have the situation with Westbrook next year. You have the situation with Durant this year. Hmm. Hmm. So that being said, like I said, games three and four in OKC are make or break games for OKC. On the flip side, it could be the same way. For Golden State, especially with the new injury that that Stephen Curry has, which is an elbow injury, shooting elbow, um, which they say did not, you know, he wasn't limited at all. So I mean, he's gonna play, but with the way that that the Warriors roll in this game, in Game Two, can they roll in Game Three? Can they roll in Game Four? Can they win Game Five at back at back at Oracle? You know, of course. You know, and finish out the series there. Of course, they could. But 
I think the bigger question is, is OKC going to give them a chance to finish the series at at Golden State? Because OKC gets a win here. Let's think about this here. OKC gets a win here. Not only do they keep the home court advantage, but they're going to stretch. They're going to stretch the series out. And it's going to be the same way. You know, we look on the opposite side. We look at we look at Cleveland and we look at Toronto. Toronto's desperate. They've got to get something. Their offense is atrocious right now. I mean, Kyle Lowry is not putting the ball in the hole. DeMar DeRozan is looking like a rookie. Terrence Ross, you know, you're bringing him off the bench. You know, you don't have your big man. You don't have a four. You don't. I mean, you don't have a four that that's going to help you any in any kind of way. I mean, it's just it's it's really really difficult to look at Toronto and say, hey, they got a chance. They got this. They got that. They they rolled. No, they rolled. They got rolled both games. I mean, they look bad in both games. I mean, how, how can you how can you look bad in both games? I mean, you're you're, you're shooting threes, general business shooting. You're going to the hole, and you're going to the hole so soft. You 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 look you really look dumb going to the hole. I mean, Tristan Thompson should not be doing the things that he's doing right now. I mean, if you had the big man out there with, if you had the big man, and of course, I, I mean, I don't know if he's if he's done for the playoffs or what. You know, a high ankle sprain. I know, I know it's a high ankle sprain. Is he ready to come back? I, if he's ready to come back and he's willing to give it a try, why not? I mean, that this is this is the real difficult part of this whole situation, this whole thing with with Toronto. They have no bench. They have no bench. They have no depth. And, and and it looks pretty awful. I mean, it looks really, really awful. I mean, like, what, what else can you say about it? It looks awful. I mean, are they going to get swept? More than likely. I mean... If they don't get if they don't get anything out of, out of the two if they don't get anything out of tonight's game at their Canada Center, it it, it won't happen. And you're already looking at you're looking at a guy on a mission right now. I mean, you really are. You're looking at a guy who's on a mission right now. You're looking at a guy in LeBron. Well, I mean. I, I mean, I'm look, I'm I'm looking at LeBron right now, and I'm, I'm thinking, what what else can you say about LeBron that you haven't been said for? Will he make it to a seventh NBA? Will he make it to a seventh NBA Finals appearance? Will he make a seventh NBA Finals appearance? Of course. Will he Will he win this? I'll say this. 
the Cavaliers will go as far as Kyrie Irving takes them, leading them from the point guard position. Kevin Love will help lead the way. LeBron James will help lead the way. Matthew Delladova will help lead the way. J.R. Smith will hit shots for you along the way. Do I think Cleveland has a chance to win the NBA Finals? They do. And this is why they do. They have a 10-minute... Cleveland and Golden State are the only two are the only two teams left that have a full ten man that have full ten men that they can rotate. And and, and all I shall see, both Golden State and and Cleveland both have twelve men twelve men rotation. I mean because you look at what you look at what Golden State has, you look at what Cleveland has. I mean. James Michael McAdoo can give you minutes, give you energy, give you minutes, give you defensive pressure, give you give you some give you some three point shots. Harrison Barnes coming off the bench. I mean, he can be he can be a starter anywhere. Andre Godala can be a starter anywhere. Um of course we've already talked about Mo Bates, we've already talked about Leandro Borbosa, we've already talked about we've talked about Bogut, what he could do offensively, what he can do defensively. I mean We've talked about these guys. Now you look on the flip side for for Cleveland. You got Deladova. Deladova. You have. I mean, I mean, we look at the roster that that Cleveland has. I mean, the roster that they have. Period. I mean. The way that they, the way that everything's set up. I mean, you got a guy in Kevin Love, who is it? Who's, who's pretty much a stretch? Who's pretty much a stretch four? He's not. He's not even a five. He's not. He's not a center. He's a. He's a power forward. He's a stretch four. I mean, that's pretty much what he is. I mean, let, let's think about this here. I mean, Channing Fire gives you shots off the bench. Dante Jones, he's a veteran off the bench. Iman Shawford, again. I mean, we can go. We can go on. Timothy Moskov, when he's healthy. Richard Jefferson, another another guy. I mean, Mo Williams can give you minutes. I mean, you have so many different guys who can give you minutes on the court, and also help you sustain leads, not give away leads. Just like, just like, just like at uh, Golden State. You have guys who can come in and can just ice games just like that. I mean, this is this isn't this ain't your mom's clack Cavaliers. It ain't. This is this is as good a team as you're gonna get. And you got four leaders. You got five leaders on that on that team. That if they weren't together, I mean, let's look at this. I mean, let's think about this. LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, J.R. Smith, and Matthew Delladova. Delladova is your heart and soul. He's your guy who gives you energy off the bench. He's your guy who who can hit who can hit threes when he has to hit them. He's a guy who can who can defend 
he can defend the one to two, the one or two, and he's he's shorter than anybody. But he's got a basketball IQ out of this mind. Out of, I mean, out of this atmosphere. J.R. Smith can hit a three with you hanging from his shorts. Flat-footed if he has to. One-handed if he has to. Kevin Love. I mean, he can body you up on the uh, on the block. He can stretch you out and hit the three. From, he can stretch you out and hit the three. Kyrie Irving can do it all. Speed, everything. I mean, can do it all. I mean, and then you know what you're going to get from LeBron. So, I mean, this is a very even series if you're looking forward. Whether it's OKC, whether whether it's OKC Cleveland or Golden State Cleveland, you've got evenly matched teams. The the bench for Cleveland may be a little bit better than than that of OKC's, but the bench for Cleveland is equal to Golden State. Not to write off, not to write off, not to write off Toronto in any way. Toronto is just they're they're not they're not deep enough. And when you lose your big man, like I said, when you lose your big man and you get out rebounded all day long, it, it kind of happens like that sometimes. It, it it really does, and that's the sad part about about the playoff time and injuries in playoff time. I mean, unless you got that, unless you got that next guy up mentality, kind of like what Golden State had, you know, with Clay Thompson with with um with Livingston. Coming in playing point guard, I mean, you, you got there's so much, there's so much there, and it, like like I said, there's so much there. Say okay, see the drama's there. The thing of it is, is can Cleveland take advantage like they took like they're taking advantage of Toronto? Where Toronto played in the seven game series against the Heat, where KC State has a chance to to be a seven game series in itself. I mean, let, let's think about this here. I mean, this this is this is this is a special special time time of year, and we're looking at some special teams, and you're looking at some. Players that aren't there aren't named players. There aren't big name players. Box office, as wrestlers as wrestlers would say, these are the times where these guys are going to step up and rise to the case where the phone rises to the top. That's basically what it's going to be. But we're going to take a quick station break. We'll be right back, and we're going we're going to talk more about the playoffs. So stay tuned.
I just wanna talk to your girl about the future. I put water in my chain now. I'm way, way cooler. I'ma get you higher than the planet you ain't never seen. Pull up in the shit you ain't never seen. I just wanna talk to you. Nothing like lead, baby girl. Let me talk to you. Smoking on some shit from the west side. I'ma get you higher than the east side. Bullin' with the niggas on the right side. Untop nigga that'll keep right. Pull up at the red light. I'ma drop the top of the hair right. She ain't nothing like no mother bitch. She fell in love with a real nigga All the dribble got me fucking with her Baby girl, no, I'm fucking with her I just wanna talk to you, girl, about the future I put water in my chain, now I'm way, way cooler I'ma get you high than the planet she ain't never seen Pull up in the seat she ain't never seen I just wanna talk to you, girl, let me talk to you Nothing like the last, baby girl, let me talk to you Baby girl, let me talk to you Baby girl, let me talk to you I just wanna talk to you. I just wanna talk to you. Put your phone on a wall with me. Phone on a wall with me. I never fought with none of these lanes. Y'all nigga really good. Y'all nigga really good. She five to the west side. Wanna rock out a nigga high. Rather have a man you see the sky. Red bottom slipper, she my Cinderella Magic City, G5, shout about whatever She focused by getting in, I worry about you bitches A vision on paper, no time for the haters Shots on deck, baby girl, turn up with me Once you gon' turn up with me Now if I check, got me ballin' like pity All in, know my city, let's get it, we livin' We gon' make a movie, no matinee Kim K, Ray J Way before Kanye Send in my city, we fuckin' till Monday Put your phone down and walk with me Molly got McGee, want to talk to me? Run a game like 2K. But we look out it a long way. I just wanna talk to you, girl, about the future. I put water in my chain, now I'm way, way cooler. I'ma get you higher than the planet she ain't never seen. Pull up in the seat she ain't never seen. I just wanna talk to you, girl, let me talk to you. Nothing like the last baby girl, let me talk to you. Baby girl, let me talk to you. Baby girl, let me talk to you. I just wanna talk to you. I just wanna talk to you. Put your phone on a wall with me. Phone on a wall with me. I never fought with none of these lanes. Y'all nigga really get it. Y'all nigga really get it. She five to the west side. Wanna rock out a nigga high. Rather have a man you see the sky. You really ain't dabbing 'cause I'm high. searching for this truth here.
through the months of the van, I can get away. Through the time in the van, I can get away. Hey, these crib, I can get away. Yeah. I'm so dumb, I'm so Still pushing more driving in new bands. Still got a tight aim for the loose ends. Betting fools, I can pay dues to my two cents. I'm hippie paint to your gray world. Black and white through the crowd like they were. They showing true color when you take away the pigment. When you take away the difference in it. We splashing it all vivid and flying with no engine. They running with all gimmicks. Right about the blue like a Scott Bell. Stand back, shit calm like a sign bell. Faded in the mind. A 9 5 product at a time. Two navigation, new direction for the blind. 24 7 battle gets time with a 617 on the side. Let him ride. I hear Cali for the in and out Got the normal scene on a different route So they wonder what the kid about Meet it from the views, never know until you live it out 90 minute winning from records that I was chicken on Living by the minute, don't gotta capture the image Ain't it dag, how me and music could get along New control, mood switching with a different song Since gon' hit him like a chill pill prop Rhyme game pacing at the L kid's jock I love it for what it is, I hate it for what it's not I'm no ass no M, no Adam's not you, not them With the lights on my own, I set the stage Through the balance of the tones, I get away Through the minds of the best, I can get away If I'm not, what I'm gonna say Yeah I can get away Ain't on time, I can get away. Ain't on a getaway. Uh, new fellas ain't locking in. Uh, same bitch just dropping in. Uh, why you sound like you locked it in? Well, can't be the better jacket than through the lights of my own. I get away. New bike, new stage, new life, new game, new price, same vision, new hype. If I can get away. At these crib. If I can get away. Like a villain on a getaway. See the pedal break. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for thanks for, thanks for coming in the press box and the tailgate crew. My name is Jermaine. Thanks for being a part of the show. And jump into jump back into the Eastern Conference Finals for a second before we move on. Toronto, <laughs> does Toronto have a chance? Does Toronto have a chance? I mean that that's the that's the question that I have for everybody. And if you want to chime in on this, by all means please do. Six four six three seven eight zero two nine eight. Press number one if you wanna if you wanna get involved in this in this conversation because there's so much that I, that we can say about about Toronto. There's so much we can say about OKC Golden State. I mean anything you wanna talk about, man, we can talk about it. Um but I mean, just for me, looking looking at looking at it from the outside, in Cleveland's got a chance to win the NBA championship, and I hate to say that because I'm not a Cleveland fan, I'm not even a LeBron fan. I mean, I like Kevin Love when he came out when he came out of UCLA. I, I love, of course, you know, I love, of course, you know, me Kyrie, I, I rock with Kyrie any day. I mean, him being a dookie and all, you know. But, um, I mean, some things have to change, I mean, with Toronto. I mean, 
if they need to start having some ball movement, they need to, uh, I said, no, we said the same thing about OKC getting grimy, dirty and grimy. Um, I think it's the same thing with, I think the same thing with, with Toronto. I mean, they've got to get nasty. They've got to get, they've got to get, get grimy as well. I mean, that's just the way that that has to happen, you know? And I don't think many people would disagree with me on this. I don't think many people would. I mean, I don't think many people would not agree with me in what I'm about to say here. You know, it seems as though Toronto is happy with making the Eastern Conference Final. I mean, this is as far as they ever been. I mean, and it seems like they're happy about that. I mean, <laughs> you have a chance to win an NBA championship. I mean, and you're really playing like you're lost. I mean, you're really playing like you have nothing to gain out of this, which you do. I mean, you really do if you think about this. If you really think about the grand scheme of what Toronto can do, you can bring big-name free agents there. I mean, you can bring, I mean, if you get another, yeah, I mean, Miles Plumlee is a free agent. I mean, if you bolster your front line with a with a score, I mean, you've got some, you've got some, you've got got some free agents out there that can that can fall out and score. You got some free agents that you're gonna need. You're gonna need some. You're gonna need some grinders, and then you also have to figure out what you're gonna do with Demar Derozan. What you're gonna do with with uh, what you're gonna do with Terrence Ross? What you're gonna do with Biomo, who's also a free agent this year? I mean, so I mean, there's so many different things that that Toronto can do, but they need to look at themselves and say, "Hey, we need to get ourselves back in the series." They really this is this is what it comes out to. They have to get back into the series. They need to get back in this series. I mean, if you really want to have people come to your team and and show what they can do with you and not lose people, not be sellers, you know, where you're selling everybody just to just to keep yourself afloat. I mean, you have the you have a viable team. You had the All Star game there. You have the backing of Drake. Like that really means anything, but I mean, you still have the backing of Drake. So let's grand scheme of things. Toronto. I mean, I'll say it again. I'll keep saying it. They need to take game three. Then to come out, play hot, play the way that they normally play, you know, not shooting threes, ball movement, ball movement, getting to the basket, getting to the hole. I mean, Kyle Lowry has to, he has to come out of the shell. DeMar DeRozan 
has to come out of his shell. I mean, you've got to get you've got to get down low help. You, I mean, you can't have Tristan Thompson dominating dominating the center of the center of the, of the court, dominating the lane on both ends, defensively and offensively. You can't have that happen, and that's what's happening right now. It is it's progressively worse. It's getting really really bad, and. Not is it getting bad, but it's getting real. It's getting real ugly, and that's not what that's not what they need right now. It's really not what they need. I mean, and then we you know we go on. We we look at. That's it. You know, tomorrow night we I mean we see, OKC and. We see OKC and, and Golden State. And again, like I've said earlier, like I said previously, it is almost a moral imperative that, I mean, I even went back to an 80s, I even referenced the 80s movie just then, Real Genes. It is a moral imperative that OKC gets at least a split of these games in Oklahoma City. And I think it can, ha- I think it will happen that they will get a split. But I also think that Golden State can win both games there as well. I mean, it has to happen. You know, you've got to split four. You got to split three and four. You got to. I mean, you've already taken a win. You've already taken a win on on court. You've already got the home court advantage. You've got the home court advantage. Now. You think about what you think about this here. You went, they go to St. Wins tonight, well, t- tomorrow night, and they went again on Tuesday night. Then you flip, they flip the um, they flip the switch again, and then they're gonna close out. They're, they could possibly close out now. Again, this is a time where Kevin Durant, Westbrook. Need to get their hands dirty with with Stephen Adams. This this is this is the time. This is the time where they need to get grimy. And if they can't do it, I mean, Serge Ibaka is willing to do it. Um, I mean, th- their bench help is willing to do it. But your your key players have to do it. They have to get dirty right now. They have to get grimy right now. I mean, it's it's imperative that they do. Imperative. So I mean, that's the same way there. I mean, that's pretty much all. That's pretty much all I can say about about the two final series. Now we move on now, and we're going to talk about talk about the FA Cup final. You know, my beloved Manchester United. They're looking for their twelfth FA Cup final. Their twelfth FA Cup. Um, they've already secured fifth place in the Premiership. Um, they were the last. They were the last team to play. This um, Tuesday they won they won three one um, to finish fifth and they are guaranteed a, a spot in the groups in the group stages of the Europa League. Now um, it is unclear whether whether Louis Van Hall will be will be the coach next year. Um, yeah, all signs are pointing toward. Jose Mourinho taking over, and that would be a farce. Uh, 
beyond all beyond all recognition um if that happens um I really don't want that to happen. I really don't see that happening. I really don't envision that happening, to be honest with you. Um, but I, I, I would rather see, like I said, like I said on previous shows, in talking about Man United, if Louis Van Hall gets sacked or he or he gets sacked after this game, I would rather see a Nicky Butt. I would rather see. I mean, I would rather see a Nicky Butt who's who's all about Man United, who's all about the youth system, or Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, or Iran Giggs, or even even a guy. I mean, or even a, even a guy like even a guy like Darren Ferguson, who's the son of Sir Alex, who's. He's got the same mentality that his father has in coaching. He hasn't coached big time yet. But you, know, you look at Darren Ferguson, look at what he's done. You know, you look at Aberdeen manager, look at what he's done. You look at guy like I mean, you look at other guys, I mean, that they can bring in. Um you know, of course Brandon Rogers is on his way to Celtic. But I mean, you have other you have other options. I mean, I would rather see. I mean, I, honestly, I'd rather see Diego Simeone at you know Atletico Madrid's manager, Diego Simeone, be manager at Man United, than to see Jose Mourinho at Man United. This that's just my opinion. But for me, Man United, what they need to do. You know, up front, you know, you got Mar- you got Anthony Marichal and Marcus Rashford who are playing up front. Marcus Rashford, 18, 18 years old, 19 years old. He reminds me so much. He reminds me so much of an Andy Cole in the way that he, in the way that he that he so delivered in his finishing, but he has a work rate. Of a midfielder, he can he can you know he has a work rate of a midfielder. Wayne Rooney's in the midfield. He's gonna he's gonna play behind both Marisol and, and Rashford. Um, he'll be coming through the middle. Matthew's gonna be playing in the, playing through the middle um, as well. Marijuana's and Marijuana Fellaini um, is gonna be that holding midfield. He's gonna be that physical presence in the middle. Um, and then of course you got the. You got the center back combination of Chris Smalling and Daily Blend. Daily Blend, who's not even, who's not, who's not a conventional center back. He's not even a right. He's not even. He's not even a defender. I mean, per se. But he gives you. A lot of people didn't like his signing. I, for one, loved his signing when he was signed. I thought that they got a bargain for him at at fourteen million dollars. But what Daily Blend brings you. He brings you he brings you the guy who's just gonna bring his lunch. He's gonna play any position that you tell him to that you tell him to play. He's a center back who can who takes corners. I mean, he's essentially a midfielder who can play any midfield position. 
Dez Blinken. I mean, he can play the central midfield. He can play the wing. I mean, he's not he's not he's not physically fast. He's not he's not you know he's not the fastest guy on the field. He's not the slowest guy on the field. He is the smartest guy on the field. I mean, his knowledge of the game is, is unlike any other. I guess because when you look at him and you look at his father, I mean. His father, you know, Danny Blinn, played for played for Ajax his whole career, and he was a sweeper. And he was a he was a sideline a sideline sweeper. In the back of the three, of the of the three guys, Reisiger, um, Reisiger, and the DeBoers, you know, on that on that Ajax team, he was he was he was the last line. Daley Blaine does the same thing that his father did, but he does it from the, he he does it from the midfield. He'll get up and he'll attack in the midfield as well. He can score goals. I mean, he gives you something just just different. Michael Carey, thirty four years old, is this his final game at Man United? Uh, Marwan Fellaini, is this his final game at Man United? I mean, I I, I wouldn't want to see Marwan Fellaini play for anybody else. To be honest with you, Juan Mata. I mean, I mean, he's got a deal. I mean, I don't think he wants to go anywhere. Wayne Rooney. I mean, he's the captain, but there's so many rumors about him, uh, about where he's going to play at, where he's going to play next year, whether he's going to play up front, whether he's going to be a, a deep line midfielder. I mean, Wayne Rooney gives you everything that he has in him. Game in, game out, no questions asked. That's the that's the question that that a lot of people have about about a guy like about a guy like Antonio Valencia, about a guy like um Daily Blinn, um Daily Blinn, Michael Carrick, Marwan Fellani, Wayne Rooney himself, Marisal, who can play either who can play either wing. Um I mean you you've got so many good players. And then with the Academy players that that they're that they're bringing up. You know, Tyler Blackett comes back into the fold next season after his season long loan at Celtic, where he didn't play much. Um, I mean, Mensa is coming in; he's probably going to be a, a great, a great center back or a great defensive midfielder. Michael Carrick, you know, do you do you resign him for you know for the one year rolling contracts, kind of like what they did with? With Ryan Giggs, you know, when he turned 35, 36. I mean, it's a lot. There's a lot of there's a lot of ifs and buts with Man United right now. Can they get players to come there, even though they're not playing Champions League football next year? That these are these are questions that need to be asked. I mean, and then you look at Crystal Palace, and you look at and you look at what they have. I mean, Wilfred Zaha uh, is a great is a great young player. Um, was a great player, former Man United player. You know, who went right back on loan and then was sold by Louis Van Hall. I mean, Louis Van Hall has made so many mistakes this past season in terms of letting guys go. I mean, he made the mistake with Van Persie. He made the mistake with 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 Nani. He made the mistake with 
with uh, Chicharito, Chicharito, who who just set Germany on fire. You know, I mean, set Germany ablaze. I mean, so now you got guys who may come into the fold this season. You may get you may get a guy like James James Rodriguez or James Rodriguez or whatever you want to call himself, who is talking about wanting to leave Real Madrid and possibly come to Man United or possibly go to Bayern Munich. I mean, there's so many different things that there's so many different clubs out there that are looking for for help that need help. Um, Leicester City, they're about to, they're about to open up a big kitty. Um, Thirty-five million dollars, I think, uh, fifty million, thirty-five to fifty million dollar kitty um, that they're going to be, you know, buying buying guys to to come in to bolster their roster for their Champions League for the Champions League, and hopefully they can keep some they can keep all the key players that they have on that team on that team on this championship winning side this season, and I think they can. I, I really think they can. I mean, they're playing Champions League football this year. I mean that that's the that's the big thing about 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 this game. I mean about Leicester City. I mean we know that they're they're gonna bring in some big money. They you know they're gonna get some big money. Excuse me, they're gonna have some big money coming their way. So I mean, just really excited to see what's gonna happen there. Um can may not have win this man may not have win this FA Cup final, of course. They've got to rely on the wing play, they've got to have Chris Passing, they've got to they've got to get the ball of Juan Mata onto the feet of Michael Carrick, um, Marisal, Rashford. You know, you put it you put it in the air, Rashford's gonna win the head gonna win the head balls. Kalani's gonna win the head balls. I mean, you've got so many weapons out there. You can do a lot of things with. So, in that regards, I mean, let's let's just get it going. But uh, we're gonna take another quick station break. We'll be right back. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna wrap things up and stay tuned. Yeah, I feel that you're someone that's not only concerned with what's happening right now, but with your legacy as well. Um, what is the legacy that you're looking to leave behind? That I changed the world and I have fun doing it. Veronica, we all got dreams. I keep a Veronica, we all got dreams. Hey, I keep a rolling because we all got dreams. I keep a rolling because we all got dreams. Right, I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Yeah, I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got yeah. The way I see it, it's only me and my team Motivated by pictures of places I've never been It's gonna leave the city and search for some better things My fam and a couple dollars, that's all that's left in my jeans Ain't accepted by nothing, we gunning by any means Wide awake on the surface, inside I'm living this dream Of going city to city with stories of what I've seen Lost in the translation, the mind of a human being I'm riding on life's pavement and trying to find what it means Fighting for something stronger than bottles of Jimmy Bean Study the moves of legends from Bob Marley to Queens, but drawing my inspiration. 
racing from race against the machine. Sword as a motivation and fueling my self-esteem. Could have been stationary instead on stations I scheme. Brought myself on a road to becoming something obscene. It's just the sound of a gentleman getting after his dreams. Run it. <laughs> Run it booth right now. Yeah. Run it. Run it. Tell C you're gonna have to turn that loud down. <laughs> uh uh. Gentleman again after his dreams. Run it. Dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Boy, I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Yeah, I keep it rolling cause we all got I keep it rolling cause we all got Let's take it back to 09 Walking for Arizona's cause none of us have rides Simple minus some stoners, we got nothing but time Now don't it sound bad? I'm talking back when Cuddy was the soundtrack Pursuit of happiness playing, just let it breathe I'm kicking back with my people, I swear it's all that I need Endless vibe on a planet of simply being at ease Started searching for freedom and ended up in the trees I tell you, there's nothing hardly that's replicating a feel Party until the AM with rhythm turning the wheels The trials of adolescence, they hella sacred for real From the way that I'm feeling, it's like I'm living them still We born to carry the mission, carrying on tradition Introducing what's missing, and young minds that are lifted I throw myself on the road to living for higher means This just the sound of me getting after my dreams Run it Keep it rolling cause we all got dreams Keep it rolling cause we all got dreams I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams Keep it rolling cause we all got dreams I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams Keep it rolling cause we all got dreams Yo, 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 yo Check it out Hey, uh So my mama, I'ma be a potter before a leader Let me explain I'ma use these two hands to create my dreams Season is like I, as, as I like to call it, which is that season 
after was that season, you know, after spring football, but before fall camp, that little area where, you know, the college baseball tournament is, is going on and everything. And in the summertime, you have the opening, which is Nike, which is Nike opening, where you know you have some of the best, some of the best of the best, come in uh, around the country, and they come in, and they compete against each other. Well, the opening actually um, involves the Elite Eleven and the Elite Eleven quarterbacks, and the roster has come out for the Elite Eleven uh, that will be held. Um, in mid June, in um, actually the next couple of weeks, um, and among the quarterbacks, I mean, you got some great quarterbacks that are coming out. Um, you got some four, you got some four-star quarterbacks that are going to be making themselves. Um, that, that can be making themselves five-star quarterbacks coming in, coming into uh, the season next year. Um, you know, among them, you know, the order, uh, Jake Allen from Thomas Aquinas in, in uh from South Florida, great guy, Florida Florida commit, uh solid Florida commit. <clears throat> He's a true pocket passer. Got a nice cannon of an arm. Um, I think can be one of the best in the nation, um, if given the chance, if given the chance, and hopefully he'll hopefully he'll get a chance to redshirt, learn learn the learn the offense that. That Florida has. Um, we move on. Miles Brennan, another guy from Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. This kid is—you haven't heard much about him, but um, he's an LSU commit. He say six four, he's one eighty five. He's got room to put a lot of. I mean, He—he's the Marcus Mariota mold, pretty much. Um, got a nice arm. Um, a little bit of mechanical issues with his arm. He's got a long wind-up. Uh, a long wind-up with a quick release, if that makes sense. Um, another guy, a guy, uh, a guy I've actually I've actually seen play. Um, Chase Bryce from Grayson, from Grayson High School in uh, Gwinnett County. Um, he's, already, he's already a Clemson commit. Um, matter of fact, he'll be a, he'll be a, a January enrollee at, at Clemson. So, um, at Clemson. So, I mean, this is a guy who, for me, Chase Bryce. He's a true. He, he's not a dual threat quarterback. He's a pocket passer, but he can get out and use his legs if he has to. Um, but you know, for him to be for him to be successful, he's got he's got some great guys. Coming in, and he's got some, he got some receivers that have transferred in to Grayson High School, and I'm telling you, man, Grayson can be. Uh, I've already said that Grayson, for me, Grayson is easily the number one two team in in seven A uh, coming into the season. And as a matter of fact, we'll be talking, we'll be talking um, Georgia high school football here in the next couple of weeks, and uh, and. Uh, in my initial rankings, I think I had Grayson at like number five or number six, but that may change in the next couple of weeks with the with the amount of transfers that they've had that they've got coming in that they've had come in in the last two three weeks. 
that I've heard about, and uh, even a couple of Georgia commits have, have uh, transferred from the schools that they were playing at to Grayson. So um, that's going to be a lot of fun to see there. Um, moving on down, going down the list, Sean Clifford, another kid um, from from the Cincinnati area, Saint Xavier High School, which is a powerhouse in in, in Southern Ohio and in Ohio period. Um, he's already committed to Penn State. Um, don't know if he's a solid commit to Penn State as of yet, but um, he is a commit nonetheless. Um, he does things a little bit different. He does have a nice arm, and and if you go on and you look at you look at some of these guys, um, some of these guys' bios and everything, um, you can go to scout recruiting and and actually look at some uh, look at look at their uh, some of their clips from the opening. So that there. Now, Tommy DeVito is a guy that nobody really talks about. Um, he's a he's a quarterback who really made himself known at at the opening in in New York. Um, with the arm that he had, with the arm that he possesses, and I actually saw. Uh, footage of this kid throw the ball now, and I, I'll tell you like this: He played at the story program Don Bosco Prep in New Jersey. Um, if you know anything about high school football in New Jersey, you know Don Bosco Prep is among you know among the best in the country. Um, so you know this kid can ball out if he's there. Um, I mean, he's got great vision. From what a lot of people say, he's got great vision. Um, really excited to see what he can do. What he can do in in the elite setting. Now, the some of the guys that that I'm excited to see is a guy like a guy like Sam Ellinger. Um. From uh Westlake from Westlake High School, Austin West, um, coached by Todd Dodge, and and if you know anything about Texas high school football, Todd Dodge was at South Lake Carroll for a long time. Um, had some great quarterbacks, had some great quarterbacks that he that played under him. Um, uh, Chase Daniel. Um, I mean, we can go down the list. We can go Chase Daniel. Um. Um, Greg McElroy, um, his own son Riley was who was a, who was a Texas high school legend uh, in Georgia. Now this kid, Sam Ellinger, little under six, little under six two, two fifty, little under six two, two hundred fifteen pounds. Sam put himself on the map in December. Um, if you ask, if you ask a lot of people around, we knew of his talent beforehand, but you know of his talent now. Um, he was he was the guy he was the kid who single handedly ended the long winning streak, the fifty eight game winning streak of Allen High School in the playoff game against Westlake. He can do it. He can do it with his feet. He can do it with his hands. He is. He is. He's quicker than he's quicker than than people think he is. He's a dual he's a true dual threat quarterback 
who can really he can really sling the ball across the field. He's a commit to Texas. Do I think he'll hold on to that commit? I think he will. Um, I think he I think he'll be moving into a really good spot in a in a sense. But at the same time, you know, you've got three quarterbacks there that are vying for, for the starting position there. And oh, Sanchez, um Sanchez and um Tyrone Swoops and um uh, oh my God, my my mom went blank again. But you know him going there. I think I, him going to Texas is actually could be a thing. Could be a great thing. Uh, just knowing what I know about this kid is this kid is the real deal. Um, another quarterback I've seen, and he he also uh, is a Georgia. Warner Robins High School, Houston um, County High School, Warner Robins, Warner Robins, Georgia. Jake Fromm, Jake Fromm has made some news in the past couple, in the past week and a half, two weeks. Flipping his verbal from from Alabama to Georgia, and this is a guy. I, I'm excited. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm really excited to see him play. I'll be in. I'll be in making. Um, I'll be in making for for the Corky Kale Classic, and uh, he'll be playing down. He'll be playing in that game. He'll be playing that game, and they play Mary Persons. Mary Persons has got a good quarterback as well, and I think Mary Persons is also also went deep in the playoffs. But we'll get into Georgia high school football. We'll get into Texas high school football in the next coming weeks. But um, Jake Fromm is a guy. He's got an absolute cannon for an arm. Um, he's a leader. Um, he's a pocket passer, and from what I've seen on what I've seen of him on TV, what I've seen of him in person and on TV, this kid's got better got better feet than than you than you really really think. Um, now you look at and then you go further on down this line. Chase Garbers from from Corona Del Mar uh, High School. This kid is just. He's a three-star quarterback that could easily be a four, or could easily be a four-star quarterback, or, or however, however you have him. This is a guy who can who can absolutely throw the ball all over the place, and he and he is so smooth. It's so smooth, like his his release is so smooth. I mean, I, I can't, I can't. Even imagine, I can't even tell you how smooth his his release is. Um, I love to I love to watch him play play. He plays in, he plays in a pretty good league um, in Orange County, but um, you know he's a good 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 guy, and uh, hopefully hopefully you'll get to see a lot of him. Hunter Johnson is another guy. Uh, Brownsburg and Neander. I mean, if you watch some of the some of the high school games that were on TV last year, um, he did play in one of the, one of the ESPN games, and he is he is the real deal. He he's got a quick release. He can he's got a quick release. 
makes great throws. I mean, he's all over the place. I mean, he can make those. I mean, he make he makes plays with his feet, but but he's a he's a pure pocket passer. He can he can play he can play like it lights out. Matt Jones, another guy from the Bowler School, Jacksonville, Florida. I mean, but the, I mean, he's he's another another all these guys. They're they're all the same, but they're all different in a way. Um, again, and you know, you look at again. He's a, he's a um, he did UK commit four star quarterback. But the guy that the guy that, that I'm really excited to see that I'm excited to see is is a guy like Tate Martell. Tate Martell plays at Bishop Gorman High School in uh in Vegas. He he's the Joker in 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 all this. He hasn't hasn't made a commitment yet. Um, I know that I I do know that. Um, um, the UCLA is really hard for is making a really hard for him. I know that uh, Coach Sanchez, um, his former coach, um, who's a coach at UNLV, he he's making a play for him as well. Um, I know Utah is making a good, pretty good play for him. Tate Martell is one of those guys. He's a wild card. He's a true dual threat quarterback, but he's a he's a true dual threat quarterback. I think that he can actually. I mean, if you put him in, if you put him in a, you put him in a similar, you put him in, a, in an offense. It's a pro style offense. I think he'll. I think he'll excel in it too. He he reminds me so much of Drew Brees and and Russell Wilson. I mean, I guess because he's the same height as those two guys, but. He's got a bit. He's got a bit of a. He's got a live arm. I mean, he's a baseball guy as well. I mean, he can play baseball as well. Don't. I mean, he he's kind of like the Colin Murray. He's the Colin Murray of this. Um, of this year's class in the league. Um, so I mean, I, I I'm really he he's really the guy that, that I'm looking for in, in this. And then you also have Davis Mills, who, again, another kid from the state of Georgia, uh, plays at GAC, Great Atlanta Christian. Um, Ashley is is will be a December graduate. Will be going to um, Stanford um, in January. This is a guy who didn't compete at the at the opening in Atlanta. He went to Charlotte and competed and got in there. So. Got in from there. So, I mean, this is a guy who, again, seen him throw the ball as well. Um, and then, the, then the last three, Kellen Mond, um, 6-2-1-90, live arm, Baylor commit, live arm. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's originally from the state of Texas. Um, he's got... It's a quick release. It's, I mean, I almost want to call it a three-quarter release because it's not overhead. I mean, it's 
it's it's not a, it's not a true three quarter release either. So I mean, then Laurel Narcisse um, from St. James, Louisiana. I, I want you guys just to watch him throw the ball. Sean Robinson is another guy. Um, TCU commit from DeSoto. Um, love to see what he's gonna do now that DeSoto is gonna be in the same in the same um, in the same district as South Lake Carroll. I'm, I'm really excited to see what they're gonna what they're gonna look like. Chris Robertson again, another kid from ski from ski Texas, uh, Horn High School. I mean, you got a lot of you got you got a lot of spread a lot of spread guys here. You got a lot of pocket guys. You got a lot of dual threat guys. Um, got a few through threat guys and then you got guys that can that can just pretty much show what they got. And I'm really excited to see really excited to see the Elite Eleven and how it's gonna play itself out. Um really excited to see it on T V and really excited I wish I wish you could see that see that live. Um but uh, we got a few minutes left on the air. Uh, just want to thank everybody for being a part of the show. Thanks for making this show one of the more popular shows on Ball Talk Radio. Um, thank you for letting me um, voice my opinions on some things and let me show my love for college sports, my love for high school football, high school and college sports, you know, as a whole. Um, also, thanks for also thanks to my to my admin Wendy, my man T Rex, DJ EA. Big shout out to my man Mike Mike, uh, DJ EA's little brother. He's graduating today from North Hall High School, so big ups to the big ups to him. Uh, Casey Cordier again, all the kids you know who you are. My nephews Jamil Houston, check him out. Check him out at jamilhouston.com. Uh, so check him out on Twitter, Jamil Houston. Uh, check him out on Instagram as well, Jamil Houston. Or you can check him out on on Facebook, and he's uh, Jamil Elijah Houston. So y'all, y'all go and check him out. But um, we're gonna get out of here. Thanks for being a part of. Thanks again for being a part of the show. Next week we'll be back here, same time, same place. Let's go tailgating. Yeah, man. Hey, yo, T, I think, uh, I think we can keep this one slow. Make it easy to ride to. Yeah. You know, sometimes I look around and I think, like, maybe I am out here on my own. Yeah. Gotta find something. Oh, I can't? But I can try, right? Yeah. But what then? You know that ain't so bad. Yeah. I told a girl I love her, you stand on your own. But you ain't gotta deal with these cameras alone From the beginning, see, I learned how to manage my own Became the boy and then I turned to a man on my own The long wolf for the pack, moving through hella crap Down to earth so it's only natural I hold you down Now you the one I picture when I roam around And the summer I'm falling for you is going down Yeah 
staying stuck in this season of mine And I've been shining to the point that my reason is blind Think I'm the one, that that's just something I'm reaching to find Out of control, but yo, that shit that I still been denying Yeah, the lights down, but we staying up And looking back where I started, my only way is up Weight of the world, but I lived it before the weight is up And still myself the one and only that I came to trust Now that's some crazy luck Yeah let it rock. But you want some soul shit. Yeah. Uh, and she just keeps saying. You can't rescue me. Oh, nah. You can't save me, no. You know what? Maybe you're right. But what you gonna do? Yeah. Yup. I never really thought realistic. Cause when it comes to my vision, man, only I can see it. Said only I can reach it. And I'm just praying by the time that I'm gone, I'll be here in spirit so you can hear this. Yeah, well these rappers stuck on the same product Tell them forget it, ain't hard to tell that they ain't got it Simple and plain, I'ma leave this world with my name on it Knowing it's easy to hate the plane when you ain't on it Friday, yeah. whipping through the horizon My timing is something better than it's ever been They call me Wolfie from how I'm plying on hella biz Hip-hop's alive and I'm here to show you the evidence Back to the wall where I started back in the day I was pushing maximum effort and pulling minimum weight Trying to show the all those around me that I can stand on my own Now I swear I'm Afraid of nothing, I'm screaming that through the phone While I'm busy pulling my fam up an animal How I ran up the standards of how we live it. It's funny, they pull the camera The pics of how I'ma get it when years I've been in my zone And it's just how I started by killing this on my own My word is my bond And I'm just out on my own